This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Download the 77 WABC app. And coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. We have quite a show for you this morning. Crime in America under progressives. Crime in America under progressives. Have we lost all sense of decency? Have we? I really believe even Khalif Browder would say this bail reform has gone too far. Khalif Browder was the Bronx teenager where most of this bail alleged reform came from. Browder, an African-American teenager, was held, a very petite young man, at the Rikers Island Jail Complex without trial, without trial, between 2010 and 2013 for allegedly stealing a backpack. During his imprisonment at Rikers, Browder was in solitary confinement for 700 days. And then, two years after his release, Browder hanged himself at his parents' home. There is a several-part uh, series on Netflix about Khalif Browder, which I'm part of on camera, and it does a good job of telling his story. Does a good job of telling his story. I really believe, with all my heart, that the man that all this reform was basically done for, the young man, Khalif Browder, the injustices in his case, I really believe that young man, if he were with us today, would say this bail reform has gone too far. Too far. I'm going to explain what I mean, because you're not going to believe this one. You're really not going to believe this one, as a man has been forced to have brain surgery, and is in the fight of his life right now. And the suspect could be listening to the radio right now, relaxing. But Mayor Adams did say something 
that makes a lot of sense. I want you to listen to this, and I want you to think about it. And I challenge lawmakers all over the country. What laws have we passed in the last 10 years that protected innocent New Yorkers? We passed a lot of laws for people who commit crimes. But I just want to see what are the list of laws we pass that deals with a New Yorker who was the victim of a crime. And the mayor is dead on. The mayor is dead on. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Progressives, progressives, progressives. So look what it's got us, folks. Look at what it has got us. So we're taking your telephone calls on that. And, of course, the very latest as it relates to former President Donald Trump. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. The judge, I'm sure you've heard by now, has ordered the Justice Department to prepare the Trump affidavit with redactions. Uh, So the judge is leaning towards disclosure. And bottom line, if you're going to go to the unprecedented move of raiding the home of a former president, the public has a right to know as many circumstances as possible regarding this affidavit without jeopardizing the investigation. The judge has said that he is not yet convinced to keep the entire document under seal. But keep in mind, folks, the government will have another chance to argue its case, to present its case coming up on August uh, 20. Fifth, And so we'll see how how that plays out. And we are about to start taking your telephone calls in a second. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So I mentioned Khalif Browder. This incident. This recent incident happened um, four blocks from where uh, I used to live as a teenager. It happened at East 188th in the Grand Concourse outside a restaurant. A convicted sex offender allegedly cold-cocked, sucker-punched a man from behind, unprovoked, leaving the man as we speak, in a coma, as we speak right now, with brain injuries, and this guy, this convicted sex offender, has been freed without bail after his attempted murder charges were reduced, again, in this unprovoked attack. It... it, it, I'm at a loss of words. And the reason why I'm at a loss of words is because the victim required brain surgery and now is in a medically induced coma. The man was standing uh, on the street and uh, the suspect is seen on video. I put it on the video. It's on my uh, my Facebook uh, social media, also my Twitter, Dominic Carter, we, Dominic TV. 
where you can go take a look at it and, and reach your own conclusion. The man comes out of the uh, restaurant, and the other man is standing there with his back to him, and he puts on some types of gloves. And I believe, I'm only speculating, but I know growing up, we used to sometimes wear gloves that have uh, weights in them. Uh, you know, I, 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 as as if you're trying to prepare to be a boxer or work or working out, and it's the, he hit the man one time, and he hit him one time so hard, so hard with these gloves on that the man went down immediately. So, the police charged him; they charged him with attempted murder. But when the case got evaluated and charged, the DA's office now says it's based on the evidence that they have, the evidence that they have. And the victim's niece, she is trying to understand all of this. When I saw the video, I was really in shock because I couldn't believe that someone just hit someone without saying something, making any problems, trouble, because literally my uncle was just standing there. Just standing there. And so what does this uh, great winner, the convicted sex offender, do? He confesses apparently to the crime to his parole officer, and according to the complaint, he says, quote, I hit someone and he's in the hospital. I don't know if he's dead. The police are looking for me. So think about it, folks. How would you like to be the parole officer having to deal with this uh, winner? Let's start with the uh, telephone calls. Let's begin in Maine with Frank. Good morning, Frank, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Dominic, always a pleasure to talk to you whenever I get the chance. You know, Dominic, I am sickened. This is a disgrace that this man, this this convicted I mean, this this sex offender, you know, is walking the streets today. This is the reason why tourism is down. And this is the reason why I'm not going back to New York ever again. Um, I think the families should all get together and get a class action lawsuit against the DAs that decide to let these people go because it's not – there's no evidence or whatever – while meanwhile, a man is dying in a, an induced a coma, coma in a hospital. It, it just it it makes me so angry that this is going on and nothing's being done. Uh, I believe these families should get a class action lawsuit and sue the city for every penny they have. And that's what I'm saying, Dominic. Have a good night. Well, thank you, Frank. And I I'm not even done with the crime stories yet. When we get to the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, just wait until I tell you about the new thing, the new wave in which they rob people. But that's gonna I'm gonna save that until uh, 45 minutes uh, past the uh, past the hour this morning. Let's go to Sean in Brooklyn. Good morning, Sean. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's talk facts, Dominic. Let's get facts, and I'm going to give you the facts, because people don't want to hear the facts or the truth. Let's go back a little in history. Hoodies are worn. People wore hoodies, and it started about 15, 20 years ago, so they can hide their identity when they commit a crime. And now everybody wears them, thinking they're cool, because you can cover up your face. That started because a criminal 
wanted to cover his face. Now back to how about the cab? The cab driver lost his life because of this, these pieces of garbage. Why do they have to keep hitting him? Why? Because that's what they're used to, and it's accepted today. And now back to the punch. That piece of garbage should have been walking free. But the liberals, the liberals, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of these people getting injured and killed. The liberals who took over the court system uh, are, are claiming it's racist, so they keep letting, letting this, just like the TA guy who got beat up by a career convict. They keep letting them out because of their race. It's disgusting, this race game, okay? The guy was in, in the Bronx was out because of race, and I'm sick of it. And just like these other, the, the, the TA worker got beat up by a piece of dirt, okay? He's garbage, okay? And these courts that have been hijacked by these liberals who keep letting them out. Okay, the whole criminal justice system has been hijacked by liberals because hey, they don't live in reality. Sean, ha- ha- I want to ask you a question. Have Please you, do. Ha- I'm ha- from Brooklyn my ha- whole life. Ha- have you noticed that I haven't interrupted you yet? And this race game, my father was shot by a black man, okay, in 1977. Okay, he gave him the money. My father was working. He robbed the truck. And he said, and he shoots my father. And he said, what did you shoot? I gave you the money. He goes, well, what what the hell? I wanted to have cred when I go back to prison that I shot you. Okay? So I don't want to hear this racist crap that's been going in our city for too long. Okay. I'm this color nonsense. Sean, 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 I don't want you to have a stroke or a heart attack, so please calm down. I'm sorry, but too many people are getting hurt. And um, Too many people are getting hurt. I'm sorry uh, for what happened to your father. Um. You know, I, I, I'm really sorry about that, but um, survived. Thank God. Oh, he's your father's alive. Okay, so the, so that's good news. I'm just saying, the, the, the black guy shot my father. My father asked, "What'd you shoot me for?" Because you wanted to have cred when he goes back to prison. And you want to know something, Dominic? This goes back 80 years. Why do we have these areas that breeds these criminals? Because liberals came up with the bright idea to give welfare. And it breeds criminals. But how? You got to say, well, well, how? Because there's no consequences. They don't give a damn if they don't have a job. Okay? When you don't care about your consequences because you're getting free money, they're giving you money, so you don't have to care about your behavior. Does anyone ever think of that? And it's so deep in our, in our country. They need to get rid of a lot of it. A lot of people don't deserve it. Okay? Like this guy who beat up the DA worker. You think he's on welfare? I guarantee you he is. I guarantee it. Well, Sean, I I, um, I, I thank you for the call. Uh, you have said it all. Uh, basically, what is my point? You have just said uh, it's the point I've been making night after night. And uh, progressive elected officials really need to be ashamed of themselves. Because you have uh, Kathy Hochul as governor in New York, and you have an African-American speaker, you have an African-American woman in charge of the state Senate, and things are just running amok, where, look at this situation again, this man, 188th Street, Grand Concourse in the Bronx, not bothering anybody, this guy puts on gloves, I believe it's gloves with the weight 
uh, the weights inside them, so it gives you more of a punch when you hit someone. And he literally knocks the guy out. The guy, Sean, thank you for the call. The guy falls to the ground, hits his head. Uh, he's dealing with a fractured skull. He's had a, a brain hemorrhaging, a brain surgery. For what? For what? Let's go to Adam in Freehold, New Jersey. Good morning, Adam. What's on your mind? Dominic, why? 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 Why the violence? Why the hurting? How can another you, Dominic? You know, I was a chef in New York City. I used to go to Penn Station, and three times it happened. People going up the escalator and falling, and I catch them. And they say, why? Because I, I love you. I don't want you to get hurt. Why does somebody hurt another human being? How can people do that? Hmm. Dominic, how can people do that? How can that happen? How does somebody have a conscience to hurt? People were falling on the escalator three times in my life and my career. I caught them, an older black woman, a child. And they said, why? How did you help? Because I love you. Why would why would, why would I want somebody to get hurt? Right. Well, Adam, right. A- Adam, I I want you to calm down, please. And um, I I I, I hear you. I I hear you. And I think that uh, everyone within the sound of my voice shares uh, y- your pain. Um, you know, the only thing I can say, Adam, is that um. There's no way around this. People that are not happy with their own lives because they looked for the shortcut, didn't pay attention, didn't want to go to school, didn't want to get up and go to work. So now they're stuck, they're miserable, and they want to pull everybody else down with them. And so, so and so, so and so, Adam, wait until I tell you at 1245 what's going on now in the city of New York. I mean, it, it, I I haven't said anything yet until we get to twelve forty-five. But I do I do appreciate your call, Adam. And do me a favor, my friend. Calm down. You know, the, the, this time period I do believe will pass as well. It's probably going to get a lot worse before it gets better. But I I do uh, I do thank you uh, for the call and have a beautiful morning. Let's go to, let's see here, let's go to LQ in the Bronx. Good morning, LQ. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, good morning. God comfort uh, those who are mourning, uh, especially Adam. Um, this thing, I'm going to try to be very fast. It goes back, uh, I'm proud that, my, you know, Adams being black, you know, and so uh, became mayor. But this thing goes back to um, – I'm not trying to go through a history of what uh, they these people that's doing that they believe that white people owe us something. That's why they lay, they are letting them off like that, and it's wrong. And But the point I really want to make, Adams, um, if he really is uh, serious about this, he can't support uh, Governor Coco, that's, but that, that's his base – but until he really like denounces her, and because that's what he's talking about, the people around the country. But that's who she's representing. The same ideals, ideals that he's criticizing. Until he does that, 
you can't be taken seriously. Right. Well, what's going to happen is uh, after the election, uh, Hoku's going to make a political turn and uh, and move back towards the because she's really a moderate. I know a lot of people don't believe that. But if you look at her history, she's only running to the far left to get elected. And once she's elected in her own right, uh, the best case scenario is that she's going to return to being a moderate. And after the election is over, Adams will probably still work with her. But but he, he can be a bit more forceful after the election is over. Do you agree, LQ? Um, I, 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 and somewhat I agree, but the damage is being done. Like this relative yes. is crying. It could be your relative that's next. It yes. could be you that's next. Yes. This is the time to, you know, nip this in the bud like uh, this lady Jackie is doing. Let's do it now, not wait until after the election. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, LQ, I, I thank you for the call, and you have a uh, a beautiful morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. It is time for a break, and when we come back, we're going to go to John in Staten Island, but it's time for the 77 WABC clip of the day. Listen to Bernie and Sid in the morning, the number one rated news talk radio morning show in New York City. Weekdays from 6 to 10. Here, Sid Sid says Liz Cheney has been the sorest loser since losing her primary election in Wyoming. As far as I know, the overwhelming majority of our listeners, you find people listening right now on the way to work, on the way home from a long night, you're uh, Republicans, right? That's what me and Bernie are. She goes on to talk about how all of us, all of us are part of one big cult. Nothing like a uh, gracious loser, huh? My God. She spent two years criticizing and hammering Donald Trump, and she went from a resounding winner demanding over 73% of the vote to an embarrassing loser, losing by over 30 points to Hageman on Tuesday. Couldn't happen to a nicer lady. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. They say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright like city life, I gotta make it. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. A convicted sex offender is on the streets this morning after sucker punching a man on a Bronx street. And the man is in the fight of his life. He's had to, he's in a coma with brain injuries. And for what? For what? I mentioned John uh, on Staten Island. Let's, be, let's begin this segment calls with John. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, Dominic. I was just going to say quickly, uh, Eric Adams is asking about the bills passed for victims. My thing is, he was a cop. He was a borough president of Brooklyn. And he sits down with de Blasio after de Blasio left. 
So my thing is, I see him as locked up with the Democrats. And if you want to stick up for minorities, how do you hang out with a white progressive supremacist that left the, left the city in a mess? That's the Blasio. And, you know, we got to look at it. If you're going to sit down and talk to the person and you're telling me you can't run the city because you're trying to figure it out, when you're talking to the guy that left and ruined the city, uh, I'm telling you, the guy's lying. He, he just doesn't – otherwise, he's going to lock stuff with these progressives because we got 90 days before the next election. How many more people got to die? How many more people got to get clocked in the head? How many girls got to get raped? How many people got to get molested? How many – how many – how many does it take when Eric, Eric is just lying? Because if you're sitting with the Blasio when, when he left – you you know what's going on. That's it. It's simple as that. He's in lockstep with these people, and if you're sitting with these uh, district attorneys that are getting paid to get voted in by this guy Soros, who's a, a white guy, and let me tell you, I, last time I checked, I'm going to tell you, I'm I'm a, a white guy, but I'm a white guy that hates white guys that are trying to destroy minorities and regular citizens in this country because of Soros, the Blasio. All these guys, and then let me tell you one more thing. There's a guy, Joe Pena. He's running against Schumer. He's a minority. He's American uh, black. And if you want to be, you know, stand up for minorities, then sit, get Joe Pena in before you get Schumer. Because when you get a white guy like Schumer said when he, he, he was getting to Georgia, and then next is the world. Tell me that's not the sign of a white supremacist when I could take the world next after Georgia when he made that comment. Okay. Just tell me that. Well, thank you, Don. Well, I, I, I appreciate you and uh, thank you for the call. The problem with partisan uh, politics today is the moment uh, that Mr. Adams was elected, uh, his team was under the belief that he could never meet with uh, Mayor Rudy Giuliani or at least be seen in public with him. That would be a major no no. But. I mean, maybe maybe that's why I'm not in politics, because I would have begged Giuliani to sit down with me if I were elected mayor and say, "Okay, explain broken windows to me. And um, uh, Mr. Giuliani, how can we clean up this city? You know, I mean, now that was a little different when Giuliani was mayor. You didn't have a legislature that was totally against common sense and against the uh, the people all in the name of protecting them. But. Um, I, I just think that uh, Giuliani could offer Adams a lot of good advice on how to handle the police department, how to crack down. And we talk about this from time to time. The only way you're going to stop this nonsense and wait until you hear 1245, what I'm going to tell you what they are doing now. The only way you're going to stop this nonsense is the good men and women of the NYPD and stop and frisk. Now, I'm not saying it's got to go to 600,000, the numbers that I have you tied up in federal court again. But it's the only thing that these animals understand. Let me be very clear. It's the only thing that these animals understand. Michael in New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, first of all, de Blasio is full of it, because look what he's doing with the illegals. He's giving them debit cards and wait, 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 wait. Did you did you wait, wait? Did you mean to say Adams? You said de Blasio. 
Yeah, no, now Adams is Eric Adams is okay. doing it. Right, but you said De Blasio, so I'm just trying to follow. No, no, you... I meant to say I okay. meant to say okay. Adams. You know, okay. basically, De Blasio and Adams are basically one of the same people. He's doing the exact same thing. The only difference between them is De Blasio was a white lunatic, and Adams is a black lunatic. Other than that, he's following in De Blasio's footsteps. He's doing the exact same thing, and he he's putting them in a hotel room that cost. Four hundred and fifty dollars a day. It's, it's going. It's going. Michael. Michael. And, it's, and Michael. It's going to cost a lot more than four hundred dollars a day. That's right. just the. Oh, that's just the published rate for the hotel room. But, but this is what I'm saying. So how? And you made the comment that Adams is an intelligent person. He's a moron. He's an idiot, and he wants to move up in politics. By doing this, and he thinks people are going to vote for him? Is he Adam, out of his let, mind? Let me tell you, Eric Adams is not stupid. Well, he a- is a- doing a- this. A- Eric it's- Adams is playing politics because he already sees the same way that Kamala Harris uh, catapulted out of, out of California to the into the White House as the VP. That's the, the line of thinking that Adams has. So, and I haven't talked to him about this recently. I haven't talked to him recently at all. But um, he, that's why he's doing all he can for the migrants. Because right now, what it's about in his mind is how he looks, Michael, to the national party, Democrats that vote. Well, he, his political career is over. He's not even in office one year. His political career has ended. He'll run for mayor a second term. He'll probably get in. And then it's back to Fort Lee, New Jersey, back to where he lives. One thing I'll say about de Blasio, at least he's going down with the ship. He's staying in the city that he destroyed. Adams isn't even doing that. He doesn't even have the decency to stay on the ship as it sinks. sinks. The captain of the Titanic knew that it was his fault that the ship was sinking, so he went down with the ship. Adam will be the first one off the ship into the lifeboat. All right, but, but Michael, I mean, come on now. Do you really think that NYPD officers that are part of the, uh, the uh, intelligence division, do you really believe what a straight face that they're transporting the mayor of New York City every night back to Fort Lee, New Jersey. Come on. No, no. While he's here, he's staying in, in New York. In Gracie Mansion. Okay. Right. He's staying okay. in Gracie Mansion. No, no. Okay. There's no reason for him to go back. For the four years or probably eight years that he'll be mayor, he will live in New York. But once he's out of office... He doesn't want to stay in the city that's dying. He'll go back to Fort Lee. Where the, I'm, I'm two towns away from Fort Lee. There is no crime in Fort Lee. There's no carjackings. There's no drive-by shootings. There's no muggings. There's no rapings. You can walk the streets of Fort Lee 10 o'clock at night. Not a damn thing will happen to you. He doesn't want to stay here because bye-bye bodyguards. So he's gone. He will be. He will leave. He is out of the city. He'll go back to Fort Lee. But as long as he's mayor, he'll stay here. So he's as phony as a four-dollar bill. All the things that you think that he's going to do, and Hochul, no, Hochul is not going to change the way she is because she'll see it got her elected. Hochul will stay Hochul, and Adams will stay Adams, and his political career is over, and New York City will go to the cemetery. And you, you, you accuse me of being pessimistic? You used the wrong word. The word you should have used was was 
optim, not optimism. You being pessimistic. The truth you, word you should use is realistic. Okay. Realistic. All right. That's you should have used. Okay. I am realistic. All right. Well, Michael, I thank you for the call. I'm going to try this tonight. I'm going to go to Joseph in Parkchester, and I, I want to set up in advance that, please, I do not want to hear that black people ruin the world and that the police are the worst thing on planet Earth. So go right ahead, Joseph. Well, actually, you're in for a treat. Because uh, I wanted to correct, yeah, because I wanted to correct uh, that uh, <clears throat> extremely erratic gentleman uh, that called screaming into the phone. Perhaps he didn't take his medication tonight. I don't know what the case is. Uh, but he actually uh, he made two comments that actually uh, uh, are sort of uh, you know confusing. Uh, number one, I mean, he did make the statement that yes, there's a disproportionate amount of crime committed by blacks. A particularly violent crime. Yeah, Here we go. I agree with that. Here we go. Yeah, hold, hold, hold on. Here we I'm, go. I'm Here now, we go. Second of all, second of all, he made a misstatement by saying that you know essentially blacks are responsible for all of the welfare, and the welfare state uh, is predominantly uh, the blacks are the primary users and victims of it. Now, while I agree, black families are definitely victims of the welfare state. It really did a wrecking job on the black nuclear family. Here we but go. I want to correct. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm I'm just I'm I'm holding my head because never fail, Joseph. You know, I I just wind you up, and I don't know what it is about you, man, but you you like to blame black people for everything and police yeah. officers, and and yeah, you I, and, I, and, I, and I, you I, say what? and every yeah, night you say you're going to make a different comment, and then you'll say three different words, and then you lead right back to your talking points. It's, it's, like, it's like you're not listening. I'm telling you. Oh, I'm not listening. Black, I'm not listening. listening. I'm telling you, the guy said that blacks are Joseph, responsible for most Joseph, of the Joseph. That is not true. Joseph. That is not true. Joseph, I am a professional what? listener. That's what I do for okay. a living. Okay, okay, okay. So, so are you following my logic? I'm saying that the guy was wrong. He was blaming blacks for all of the welfare. Okay, but, but how many times? Black. But you've said that now four times. This is exactly my point. You, you have, you have referenced, you have referenced African Americans, you have referenced African Americans and welfare four to five times in the one minute that you've been on the air. So is there anything else you want to say, Joseph, before I move on? I'll, I'll, I'll wrap this up. Most of, yes, as I said before, that welfare is something that is very, very noxious to all families. But okay. The majority okay. You've said that, on, Joseph. You, Joseph. No Joseph. No, 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 no. Joseph, you have said that now for the fifth time. Do you have anything else to say? Yes. Okay. Well, then say and it. The, the majority of people who are using uh, Medicaid, food stamps, etc., are actually white as cow's milk. They are not racial minorities. Okay. So what? That what was your? Fact. So what was your other point? Is there another point, or is that that that? Is that it? Yes. Well, well, the, the final point I want to say is that, yes, social services and welfare spending should be ended. But I want to make the point, don't blame all non-whites for the majority of welfare use. The majority of them are white Americans who do not want to work. Okay. All right. Well, Joseph, I, I thank you for the call. And uh, in the future, when you call up, Joseph, uh, let you know, I'm going to have to know you're about the call, and I'm going to have to get some Tylenol and take two or three uh, and and go and uh, and go from there. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk. I'm only joking. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Before we take a break, 
Uh, and coming up at uh, 1245, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. Wait till you hear what I have to tell you. And coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Let's go to Steve in central New Jersey. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dom. Dom, that clip that you played of Mayor Adams, uh, it all sounds good. He talks a good game, but as usual, he's all talk, no action. From day one, Dominic, when he took office, there was nothing stopping him. Out of the limelight from having a private sit-down with the governor, the leaders of the Assembly and the Senate there in New York, and saying the same thing to them and say, and warning them. He, he, did, he did go to Albany. He did. I don't believe he met with the governor, but he did go to Albany and met with the legislative leaders, and he took a lot of slack in the media because the media reported that he was basically dissed in Albany. Well, uh, okay, then here, here's his comeback, right? He, New York City, as I understand, is half the population of the state there. So in, in numbers, there are strength. Am I right? He said he should have said to them, or can still, either you, we do something about this, or I'm going to come out strongly for the Republicans in this No, no, no. Come on, Steve. That, that would be well, political well, suicide. A, a modern-day uh, politician can't do that. If he if he did if modern day politics don't work that way. I mean, come on, we we have to be realistic. You you Wait. think a, you think a Republican is going to come out and go, oh, this Republican is bad. If you don't go along with what I say, boom, 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 and you can replace Republican with Democrat. That's just not going to happen, Steve. It's not realistic. Okay, two things. All right. I'll just add two points. Ready? Okay. It, 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 yes, that's leadership, Dominic, for him to do that. But wait a minute. Let's go the other way. Isn't this what Ms. What Liz Cheney is in effect done to the Republican Party? And no, what, no, no, no. What's going on with Liz Cheney is there's something personal. The only time you'll see that see this uh, go the way that it's gone with Cheney and and Trump, there's something personal that we don't know, and we may not ever know what it is. But that that's personal. Well, she he because he accused Trump accused her father of and I agree of starting and leading these endless wars. He Trump is right on that. And she and because her family's made money off the modern military industrial complex, she took offense to it. All right. But but back to Mayor Adams for a moment. Look, but quickly, quickly, I've got to take a break, Steve. Go ahead. Yeah, Don, uh, Mayor Adams has to show, if he's going to, I agree with Greg Kelly, if he doesn't show more leadership and get this crime problem under control, there will be calls for him to resign. The, the, the average New Yorker isn't going to put up with this. It's just my well, thought. Well, well I, I, I hear you, Steve, but, but, but you know, we, we have to be realistic at some point about the political uh, process. Nothing's going to happen until after the election. Nobody's going to touch, no Democrat's going to touch Hochul. Hoku's not going to go any different. Hoku's going to sing this kumbaya to get the Democratic uh, vote out of New York City. And then maybe, maybe after the election, there'll be a backhand towards uh, Alvin Bragg. And she may step up uh, publicly a little more, but nothing will happen before the election. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Wait until you hear the chronicles of Dominic Carter when we come back. It's crime at a new level. They've found a new way. We'll be right back. These are the chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. It's a crying shame. Now you have to be careful when you eat on patios at outdoor diners uh, throughout the city of New York. 
thieves robbed a coffee shop. Customers that were sitting outside doing nothing but having a meal, minding their business, and Tiffany Caban, who's a member of the city council, this was right across the street from her office. Tiffany Caban is a big police defunder. She wants the police defunded, and this happened right across the street from her district office. Two thieves on motorcycles. It's almost out of a movie. This is what they're doing now. Because of progressives, well, we, we love everybody, and it's not your fault. And 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 here here's a check, and and here's free housing, and and here's Medicaid, and and do you want something else? And well, your kids are committing crime. Well, 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 it's not their fault, and we're gonna release them from jail. So now these guys roll up on motorcycles. The people are outside eating their food at a fashionable Queens Cafe, right? Again, across the street from council member Tiffany Caban's uh, office. And the, the masked men dressed in all black rode up on the sidewalk and pointed guns at the customers who had been relaxing outside uh, the under pressure espresso bar on 31st uh, street in Astoria at about 3 p.m. on Tuesday, according to police. They barked, hands up, don't move, and said if they did move, they would be shot. And they robbed the people while they were having a meal, harming no one. But this this is what happens when nobody wants to be accountable. Nobody, progressives. Do you think I'm saying this because I just want to attack progressives? No. I'm saying this because until we wake up, and I'm going to be brutally honest right now, until we wake up, it's black people that are going to pay the most. All New Yorkers are being robbed, but it's it's minorities that are going to pay the most under these so-called, yes, vote for me, vote for me, I'm a progressive, vote for me. So what does that really mean? So you're just going to let the guy out? that just uh, punched somebody in the back of the head and and the guy is on parole and and the man is fighting for his life. And don't blame the judge, folks. It's not the judge. Once the charges are downgraded, the, the judge's hands are tied. These are state laws that have been done by the legislature. And in New York, two out of the three happen to be African-American. Two out of the three. Let's go right back to the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to Mike in Queens. Wait, wait, before we go to Mike, uh, Victor's been holding for a while on Staten Island, and I believe he wanted to comment on the assault. uh, Well, maybe he's talking about the Bronx incident. But go right ahead, Victor. What's on your mind? Dominic, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Dominic, um, it's a shame that uh, this guy got released today on misdemeanor charges. The least, my opinion, I'm an ex-NYPD officer. Uh, it should have been assault one, a felony, because he used an instrument. He which sure was did. The gloves, he sure did. Which was the gloves to assault this individual. Now, the DA 
I, in my opinion, I think they dropped the charges because they don't have the gloves as evidence. Although, my opinion, I think the video shows when the perpetrator was putting on the gloves before he assaulted the victim. Yes, the and video the, clearly shows that. Yes, exactly. But um, I don't know what's going on with this justice system today. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. My point is that uh, we got to scream and yell, what's going on with this justice system? I know, like you said, I agree with you. The judge don't, the hands are tied. And uh, we, we as civilians, we, we got to yell and scream. Yes, yes, and and it's called the uh, democratic process. We've got to vote. And, hey, Victor, I thank you for the call. And it's real simple, folks. But you know, uh, if if someone, if a politician is not representing your best interests, your life depends on getting rid of that politician in terms of voting that that elected official out. But too many people sit back and just vote democratic automatically, and we will continue to get what we get. Mike in Queens, good morning. You are on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, uh, you're, you're pretty much St. Peter at the gate. You have the patience of a saint, my friend. It's uh, my, my, you're, Sometimes. You're a great guy. Thank you, Mike. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, right to it. If, if somebody's locked up and they're on public assistance, does the household lose that money for the time that the person is locked up? And, and also... Can you start throwing out some people from public housing if they're letting their kids run buck wild in the streets? Because I, I, I know in the news, every time you hear, like, these teenagers uh, assault someone or what have you, you, you can't identify the teenagers. But as a reporter, can you start identifying the parents and make life miserable for uh, people who are unfit parents and just letting their kids go nuts in the street? I'll take my answer off the air. Well, Mike, I thank you for the call. First, it requires in some housing projects – stopping the uh, managers of NYCHA from having sex with each other. So before before you could uh, even get to the parents or of the families, you, you've got to stop all that uh, stuff that's, uh, that's going on. And that's why I say um, I'm sure that there are some good people at NYCHA, but I would rather start all over with graduates of Ivy League colleges and, and hire them. Uh, as managers uh, of NYCHA than uh, than what we uh, than what we currently have, and I would love to apply pressure to the uh, parents that don't have any control of their kids. Let's be honest, that the, the ones that are involved in these situations. But you already know that the civil liberties unions would be in court by nine a.m. Even though the courts don't start until nine thirty, they would be in court by nine a.m arguing against, I mean, look look at what happened with the homeless in Penn Station. How is it humane to let somebody take a bath in the men's by washing up at the sink in the men's restroom while the rest of us are that, that have to go to the bathroom are scared to death that this individual may attack us at any second? How is that humane to let that individual stay there? May have lice whatever the case may be. How is that humane? How is it humane to tie the hands of the police at at, uh, Penn Station? And essentially there's nothing they can do 
But what I'm trying to say, folks, this is the world that we live in. Let's go to Queens and Marianne. Good morning, Marianne. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, thank you for taking my call, Dominic. Uh, well, um, the big problem that New York has now is the crime. The stands of New York are the ones that make this travesty of justice to happen every single day. Everyone that votes Democrat are killing people in the street, children, babies, senior citizens. You yes, know? yes. I don't blame the politicians only. It's us who put them in power. Yes. You will see everybody voting for Kathy Hochul and complete the killings. I don't think she will become more moderate. Those who vote for Biden were convinced by the fake news that he will bring unity. And he not only didn't bring unity, but he had a war with Russia that could have prevented. $53 billion cost so much in that war, and it's going to last for years. Uh, we are about to have another one with China, thanks to Nancy Pelosi. And what happened in, in Afghanistan? Our economy is getting destroyed, and the only way that we can change things is if we got Huckle out of the governor's office. That's what is my opinion, and I believe that that's what we have to get through. We got to get rid of these people. We cannot afford that. Right. Well, I, I thank you for the call, Marianne. I agree we can't afford it, but but that's not the political reality of the times that we live in. And so I'm I'm looking right now, and I'm about to go to uh, Kevin in Manhattan, but I'm looking on Twitter, and I, I shouldn't have looked. And uh, Joseph uh, Vincent just posted a video that this is this, this is horrible. A group of about twenty, oh my God, maybe maybe twenty five, thirty African American Latino youngsters. They have literally taken over a store, stealing everything in sight, and they look like a complete wolf pack. There is no other way to describe. There's like 30 people in the video, and they, they're just taking everything, anything they can grab. I mentioned um, uh, Kevin, and in a moment we're going to be joined by Frank Morano. So let me go to Kevin in Manhattan. Good morning, Kevin. What's on your mind? Hey, thanks a lot, Dominic. I, I'm, you know, it's my prediction, and please don't get upset, but my prediction is if you look at the uh, situation with Hochul, women, are going to vote for Hochul because crime in their in the mostly white neighborhoods that they live in, uh, they're not going to feel impacted by the crime, Dominic. And please let me say this because but you just got to do it quickly, important. Kevin. I'm, I'm short on time. Yeah, it, it's unfortunate, man. But what's going to happen is women are just going to vote for her because she's a woman, bro, and they're just going to ignore the crime because it's not in their neighborhoods. And I hate to bring to be the bearer of bad news, but that's what's going to happen, people, unless there's some serious crimes. In white neighborhoods, which I doubt, because white neighborhoods are heavily segregated, as you know, they're they're segregated. So there really is no crime in these neighborhoods, Upper East Side, Upper West Side, the Village, Park Slope, uh, Carroll Gardens, Midtown. You know, these people live in isolated la la lands, and they ignore the crime because it's 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 not them. Well, Kevin, I I I, I appreciate your call. I wish I had time to respond, but. 
I've got to get to Frank Morano, and then we're going to try and get in a couple of more calls. Good morning to you, Frank. Good morning, Dominic. How so, are you, my friend? It's Friday. What do you have coming up? As morning? we do each and every Friday, we're going to do Ask Frank Anything for the first hour. People can ask questions about whatever they want, no matter how outlandish, no matter how crazy, no matter how varied the subject matter is. We'll give out some prizes for whoever comes up with the best question. And we normally chat with uh, Brian Kilmeade on Thursdays, but he was tied up yesterday, so he's going to join us in the uh, in the four o'clock hour, and this is something that you, you might not be into, but I'm pretty interested in this. Um, last week, a story which did not get a lot of mainstream attention, at least not here in the U.S., there was this photo found after 30 years, the most revealing, compelling UFO photo ever, uh, showing basically a flying saucer in in plain sight from about 30 years ago. It was kind of lost for thir- 30 years. This military guy squirreled it away. We have the guy that has analyzed this photo. Now, he's not here to tell us what it is, if it's a flying saucer or something that's from the military. He's going to tell us if this photo is genuine. He is an expert in terms of authenticating photos. He's going to join us exclusively from the U.K. and break this down for us, and I'm looking forward to the conversation. Another great show. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Let's see. Let's go to Sean in Brooklyn. Good morning, Sean. You're talking to uh, Frank and Dominic. You're the best. I love you. First of all, Thank the guy you. who said there's no crime in white neighborhoods, first of all, an uh, expensive neighborhood in Staten Island about uh, two months ago, Toad Hill, they, the, uh, uh, it was two, I don't need to tell you the race. Yeah, yeah two, they, they, there are some comments that sometimes I just don't respond to, Sean, because right, on the, up, on the Upper East Side, on the Upper East Side, 6 o'clock in the right. morning, a woman was attacked the other exactly. day going going to get blood work. That comment. But go ahead, right. go ahead. So my point, my point is, uh, again, the liberals have taken such a grand. It goes, but I'm talking about decades. Because you got to understand, when you start screaming, everything's racist. Like I saw, in other words, oh, people who wear a badge are racist. Eventually, eventually, oh, it must be true. And now you have the chaos we have today. I mean, it's disgusting. I mean, and I would love to ask this guy. Uh, he says segregated neighborhoods. That. That guy who beat up the TA employee, would he? Would you want to live next door to him? Mm. Mm. I wouldn't. So am I racist or am I smart? Those kids who killed that cab driver, would you want to live next door to them? Honestly, would anybody? I, would Sean, I, I, I live in a nice community in Rockland County, so I think, I think that I'm says it all. Point. I'm making a point. Mm-hmm. I'm making a point. Who wants to live next door to that guy who 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 went into the deli with the, with the girl who, who her, her car didn't work? Would Sean, anybody, you want to live next door? I'm no, making a no, point. No, I, I hear you, see? Sean, but but I have to step in because the t- the show is over. So Frank, I, I guess uh, Sean doesn't want to live in those neighborhoods. I guess huh? not. <laughs> you want to keep it right there, folks. Have a lovely weekend. I'll be back on Monday morning, uh, midnight. Have a great day, a great weekend. Frank Morano and the other side of midnight is coming up right now.